0: So, I guess I'll start. Um, Tobin, uh, obviously you just named the Assistant Youth Director over in Portland, right? So, yep. how big of a cause is it to to help the youth in America with soccer?
1: It's huge. I mean, coming back here to my hometown, uh, this is really important to me. When this field was dedicated uh, last summer, I had pledged to come back and give back to the community that gave so much to me. I mean, I was so fortunate in my development because I did have the best um, youth development, I think. And um, that all came because I grew up here. I, I got lucky. And for me, part of that is uh, part of kind of that responsibility is to give back. So for me, I want to give everybody the opportunity to have the passion and the love for the game that I do. And something like this is, is important to me because these kids, it's something that you can kind of hold on to um, as a kid and, and propel you forward, maybe give you a different dream another opportunity and, and I love it, I love
0: being here. No, I, was just gonna
1: say, I, I assume you, you played on this field and now you're coaching on this field. What is yeah. that like for you? Yeah, I, it's, it's authentic. I mean, I did. Uh, this is one of the first places that I played as a kid, mm-hmm. so I have a lot of memories here and, and it's crazy because now I see these kids playing here. And, And it's a direct reflection of myself and I I know as a kid I would have loved this opportunity so yeah uh, to see all these kids to have fun you know to give high fives and encouragement I mean that means the world to me because I know what that would have meant to me as a kid and um, to actually be in a place where where I grew up is, is even more special and I hope to continue to to make this thing happen every single year. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Men's soccer has the youth academies. So is that the future here with women's soccer team?
1: Yeah, definitely. So the DA now is um, uh, the men's DA was set up um, a few years um, ago. And now the women are following that same model. And just to have the backing of the Federation and to have the full support of the so clubs and also the best women's clubs throughout. Even my club that I grew up here at PDA, which is I think the best uh, women's club um, in the country that I grew up at. Um, To have those types of clubs in it, competing, it's it's a very elite group and that's what we kind of need to continue to propel the success of the national team and to continue the development of the pro leagues as well. It's going to be really cool to see a pro player that's come from the VA through the system and is now playing on, you know, a Sky Blue or or a Portland um, Thorns, so that would be really, really unique. You know, these kids will have the opportunity to play in it and that's something that was really important about the D.A. is to give everybody the opportunity to play. So the cost is so much lower than than what other costs are to play at elite clubs because that's important. Um, That's part of actually my mission is to make soccer accessible for everyone because I realized during my time that it wasn't, that it is a very privileged sport. It costs a lot of money. It costs a lot of commitment to families and I want to make it so a kid can make it all the way um, to their dreams and they don't have to worry about stuff like that.
0: So you growing up, it, things weren't as accessible as you said for other women's soccer players, maybe not yourself, but other yeah. around you? Yeah, I
1: would say uh, for me, obviously, I, I grew yeah. up here in Bastion Ridge, so I had it all, but um, I learned throughout the development process. And, and now that, that I'm older, that now I know the actual system. Mm-hmm. I know that it is an fair system and I want to make it fair and I want to give everyone the opportunity because not only is that the right thing to do, but also we're missing out on some of the best players because of it and um so for me that's part of the development of of getting better in this country
0: do you feel that um i think i think i read on the, on the da one of the objectives is to just get out and play mm-hmm. do you feel like youth sports the organization of youth sports is sort of hindering it in a way
1: yes i do i do believe that the organization of, of sports in this country kind of hinder that kind of backyard feel that we have right. nowadays because right. everything is so um i guess Organized and with someone telling you what to do, and and that's kind of part of of what I'm doing here is I want to make kids passionate about sport. That's mm-hmm. why I wanted every kid to leave with a soccer ball because I want these kids to be able to go home and Let's play. That's all you need is a soccer ball, um, mm-hmm. and it's the only sport where you don't really need anything. Um, you don't even need grass; you can <laughs> you can play anywhere. So that mm-hmm. was important to me, and the mission was was getting the kids a ball and just getting them passionate, having them have fun here, maybe see have them see me do something that they're like oh I want to try that I if she can do it I can do it I'm from around here she's from Mm -hmm. around here and and that's important for me because those little things um helped me when I was younger I would see somebody do something and then I would go home with my ball and I would try doing it and (laughs) that's the inspiration I want to give these kids and just play yeah exactly
0: so when it comes to the development of women's soccer uh, how much does it mean to you then to know that the national team was able to strike that deal earlier a couple of months ago to better pay uh, the women's players on the team.
1: Yeah the deal is huge but um, what when you unpack the deal um, it's mm-hmm. not about the money. It's about um, it's about something similar to this. It's about kind of giving uh, women and, and girls the opportunity to, to reach their dreams. and um, I think so much it was it was it us fighting not for ourselves was fighting for other people. For instance with the uh, NWSL a lot of our fight um, that a lot of people don't know about was to create minimum standards for them that we saw. And those are players that are going to benefit that are, that are outside uh, the national team. So I think it's creating these future and, and setting up for the national team in the future to continue to um, be able to build on this foundation that we've laid in, in this last CBA. So I think um, a lot of people just, you know, see the, the number sign. And, and for us, those, that wasn't the success of the CBA. It was other um, issues that we were able to tackle. And most of it's just... Um, uh, care to be honest. Okay.
0: Is that fight still going on with the NWSL to create those standards that you're talking about?
1: Um, So now the standards are there so now it's implementing the standards and some of those are going to take place over a longer period of time. Um, they can't be placed um, right away and so within the next year or two. The NWSL as you guys know it's in its fifth year and which is the longest any week has lasted in this country and it's here to stay. Um, it's healthy and um, it, the quality is so great and I think we're going to continue to add teams and um, maybe teams that aren't as good, maybe get like we saw in uh, Western New York and uh, transferred over to North Carolina and stuff like that because this league is growing and it's getting stronger so it's kind of like everybody has to raise up to the standards that we've kind of put in
0: place. And you've been sort of the bridge between the, the old regime and the new regime on the, the women's national team, kind of a two-part question. What have you learned from the old regime, and what are you looking to teach the new regime?
1: Yeah, everything. I I learned everything from the older players. Um, This team is formed off of great leaders, great women, who have stood up for what they believe is right, and that that kind of attitude um, has trickled down to the younger players, and it's kind of a responsibility that you take when you become an older player on the team. Um, I've learned so much in these last few years, uh, and just be able to contribute in a different type of way off the field, yeah. and you're more aware of things yeah. that go on off the field, um, and be able to give that confidence and kind of start educating the younger mm-hmm. kids as well. Because when when it's their turn, they're going to do the same thing. So mm-hmm. it's kind of the pas- passing of the torch that happens. I actually saw Chrissy Rampone last night, and yeah. it was just a joy to see her, especially to s- see her still killing it out on the field. But yeah but also because she meant so much to me. You know, she was a fantastic leader and person, and she's a great example of somebody that just gave back to to the younger generation in a positive way and um, allowed them to continue the work that she had already started.
0: Is captainship in your future? You're talking like a captain out here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I mean, if that was the case, I, I would be very honored, but it's definitely not something that... I'm um, naturally inclined to I would say
0: well and just a, a New Jersey question here the, the women's national team has four New Jersey women yeah. out of 23 on the roster yeah. what's up with that uh,
1: this is a hotbed for soccer I mean like I said I grew up in a great place for soccer mm-hmm. and um it's always been that way traditionally on the national team mm-hmm. um some of the best players have come out of this area yeah and it's I mean it's no surprise because soccer is great here (laughs) and um, I mean just even having something like this you know Mm -hmm. Um, I had Heather O'Reilly that I kind of followed in her footsteps Um, and I think it's important like I said earlier to have that kind of role model that's from an area that you're in that you're you're like oh I'm from there I can do it too And and it's really important to have it not be so far away I think a lot of times professional athletes they kind of Take themselves out of the world, you know, like kind of become untouchable. And for me, I don't want that to be my life. Like I want to come in into the world, and and for players like this to be able to to see me as a real person, to see me as somebody that they can be. Uh,
0: so when it comes to the NWSL, how important is it keeping the star players like yourself and and uh, some others? Obviously, Alex. Obviously, she's overseas. Carly's overseas. How important? Is it keeping here,
1: yeah, what people don't uh, realize is that uh, people have been going overseas for forever, and Yourself? it's part of yeah, and it's part of uh, everybody's personal development. I think it's great for players to go overseas because they bring back what what they learn, and, and vice versa. We've got a lot of internationals playing the NWL that I love playing with. For instance, we have a, a French international, Amadine Henry, that plays with Portland Thorns, one of the best players in the world, you know. And that's part of sports is this like international, um, I guess, kind of. You learn from me, I learn from you. You come, I go. You know, type thing. And um, for us in the NWSL, it's important to have those internationals. It's important for for players to come in and out and bring their experiences. And um, I think the difference between the NWSL is there's no other league that has the type of competition that the NWSL has week in and week out. Every single game, you have no idea who's going to win because it's that strong from top to bottom. And, any other league in, in the, um, the world doesn't have that. So it's a unique league, and, and it's a very difficult league to play in. It's not easy for any player, even the best players in the world. So for the future for you, World Cup, everything? Yeah. yeah. You're be on the roster, everything? I mean, Olympics? I hope to, so, yeah, then, for sure. Um, but that's definitely my ambition is is to do another cycle and, and to make it the best yet. That's what I always strive for. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, Thank you. Appreciate you guys. It's awesome, yeah. Nice to speak to you guys.